Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Today, if you're listening in real time, is Friday, and we are finishing up Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. If you have not been with us, you can totally listen to this as a standalone. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5 in the Amplified Bible says, Have this same attitude in yourselves, which was in Christ Jesus. Look to him as your example in selfless humility. Amen. That actually ends in the middle of the sentence. We're going to be doing verse 6 next week, which will continue that sentence. But for the purpose of today, we're doing verse 5. Have the same attitude in yourselves, which was in Christ Jesus. Look to him as your example in selfless humility. Amen. Yesterday we talked about the attitude. Today we're talking about Christ Jesus. Yay. (laughs) Hooray, Jesus. So I think it's so interesting that, you know, we say Christ Jesus, or we say Jesus Christ, or we say Jesus, or we say Christ. We say these things all the time as part of our prayers. Um, We read them in the Bible, but I don't think we really actually focus on the true meaning that are in these words. And so I was thinking about that um, as I was preparing for today's podcast. And when I looked it up in the original Greek, as a reminder, the word Christ, one of the definitions was anointed. And so I think about how we know that Jesus was anointed and we know that the word Christ means Messiah. Um, and it was like a title, like Jesus the Christ. But I think the part about it anointed is something that we really need to focus more on. And then when we look at the word Jesus, it literally means Jehovah is salvation. So when we think about the actual definitions of Jesus Christ or Christ Jesus, it would be anointed salvation and that really is who Jesus is right like he is our salvation and he is anointed so we have this anointed salvation that is available to us and the reason I bring that up is because this chapter in Philippians these verses that we've been walking through in the past couple weeks it might feel like it's some huge target that we're trying to aim for or it might feel like it's some destination that we're trying to get to or some goal that we're trying to meet and yesterday I was laughing because I was talking about how I've been working really hard on my attitude and then I said well maybe not really hard but I have been working on it it's not something that we're supposed to be struggling with I mean there's going to be a struggle don't get me wrong because Satan is really busy and he doesn't want us to grow in our capacity to be more and more like Jesus and he definitely doesn't want us to grow in our capacity to, to love people because Satan wants to create division. But I don't want us to feel like this is something we have to do or this is like an expectation that God has for us in the sense of we have to check it off the to-do list or we have to gain approval by fulfilling this expectation. That's not how God operates with us. For those of us who are in Christ Jesus, we have our sins already paid for, so we are not working towards anything. And when Paul is writing, have the same attitude in yourselves, which is in Christ Jesus, to look to him as your example in selfless humility, he is not asking the Philippians to strive towards an unreachable goal as much as he is asking them to be more mindful of who they are in Christ Jesus, of who they are in their anointed salvation. Because when we are able to walk in the power and the authority that we have in Jesus, then we know that no weapon formed against us will prosper. We know that every tongue that rises up in condemnation will be cast down. We know 
we know that greater is he within us than he who's in the world. And so we don't need to walk through our days or our, our nights or our lives with a feeling of despair or discouragement. I'm definitely talking to myself here too. We can walk through our trials and our tribulations empowered knowing that God's Holy Spirit is working things out for us. So let's pause and reflect. When we think about how we can have the same attitude of Jesus, that we can look to him as our example in selfless humility. How do you feel about that? Does it feel overwhelming? Does it feel encouraging? And think about why you feel like that. And we'll be right back. When I pause and reflect and think about that, I think about how I'm encouraged. I'm really encouraged that God has this love for us and he has these expectations, but not in the negative sense, not like, oh, I'm coming back to check on you and you better not be messing this up. Not like that. And I mean, I know there's definitely that aspect, definitely that aspect because Jesus gives us the parable, um, many parables (laughs) actually. But, um, but when I think about God desires these things for us, God desires for us to have selfless humility I don't think it's because he's trying to catch us doing wrong. I think it's because he's trying to help us improve our quality of life as well as the quality of life for everyone around us. And that makes me happy. (laughs) One thing that makes me sad, however, is that I feel like from the way the world's perspective is on the Christian church, I feel like they think it's like a bunch of rules and regulations to follow. You know, it's like, oh, I can't be a Christian because then I can't get stumbling drunk or I can't be a Christian because then I can't curse or I can't be a Christian because then I can't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another example. None of these are true, by the way. You could be a Christian and curse and get stumbling drunk. The difference is you're not really going to want to do those things. When you really have Jesus in your heart, you don't really want to do those things because those things aren't healthy for you. Those things are not bringing you closer to God and those things are not encouraging others to want to know God. But it makes me sad that people have this perspective that in order to be a Christian, you have to you have to follow certain rules and regulations. I look at being a Christian as a privilege. I look at it as my relationship with Jesus, my life lived in accordance with God is a blessing. And I would definitely be dead or probably incarcerated right now if I didn't have Jesus at work so busily in my life. And the other thing I was thinking about is God is our heavenly father. And so when he has this command or this request, well, it's not really a request because it's God, but when he has this expectation um, of us to get along with one another and to um, have the same attitude in ourselves that was in Christ Jesus, to look to him as our example in selfless humility, I think about parents with um, a group of children, right? Like, let's say you're a mom or you're a dad and you've got like three kids. We'll just use three as an example. And you're about to go do something in the other room. Like you're going to go, I don't know, sit down and talk about your taxes. And you tell the three kids, we're going to be in the next room. We expect you to play nicely with one another, right? To share, to be, to speak in words of kindness and to not treat each other disrespectfully. Now, Is that an unrealistic expectation? No. Is that because the parents want to 
make the children's lives more difficult? No, it's because the parents love the children and they want them to be able to love one another and to improve the quality of each other's lives. And that's the way I think about God. He loves all of us and he wants us to be blessed by him and to be a blessing to others. And so when we are encouraged and expected to have the same attitude in ourselves, which is in Christ Jesus, to look to him as our example in selfless humility, it's not because we're giving something up or because we're expected to suffer, it's because we're expected to be blessed in the midst of all that God is requiring of us. I pray as we live our holiest, hot mess lives that we can get God's word in our heart, not just in our mind, because sometimes our minds get confused and Satan is really quick to create division and dissension. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, help us to live our holiest, hot mess lives rooted and grounded in you in such a way that we have the same attitude that is in Christ Jesus, that we are able to look to him as our example in selfless humility, and that we are able to hold tightly to you and to your expectations, not because you're trying to limit us, but because you're trying to help us to grow. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray this is a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest, hot mess life. God bless.